0: Recording from the financial coach offices in Westchester PA, this is Untucked, a podcast hosted by three financial advisors discussing markets, investing, and a bunch of other stuff. I'm Megan Tate, and I'll be joined by Mike Trainer and Jeff Masternardo. Let's get started. The opinions expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect the opinions or views of FC Advisory, the Financial Coach Group, or the New Wealth Project. Nothing discussed on this podcast should be interpreted as investment advice. Welcome back, guys! On today's episode, we cover food delivery services. We also talk about um, different ways to buy and sell your home, and finally, uh, the myriad of streaming platforms and services that are available now, uh, especially given the upcoming launch of Disney Plus. So, stay tuned. Okay, um, the first article we'll talk about today is titled The Booming Ethically Dubious Business of Food Delivery. Um, It was written by Derek Thompson for The Atlantic. Um, Eating is the new dining out. According to the investment group Cohen & Company, which uh, Derek references in the article, in 2020, more than half of restaurant spending is projected to be off-premise meaning not inside of a restaurant. Spending on deliveries, drive throughs and takeout will soon overtake dining inside restaurants, and web-based apps have a lot to do with that. According to an, the analytics company Second Measure, meal delivery sales of the four largest apps, DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, and Postmates, have tripled since 2016. So there was a lot of stuff covered in this article, but I kind of just pulled those Um Facts, I guess, specifically.
1: Did anyone else have to Google dubious? Google dubious? <laughs> I mean, I just don't understand how it's being used in this title. Ethically dubious. What does dubious mean?
2: It's sort of like um, um, precarious, or or. What does precarious you know? mean, Meg? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a negative word. It's like you know. <laughs>
1: can, can we get? I'm
0: can we I'm get googling. A I'm trying to look up dubious. Here we go. Um, hesitating or doubting.
2: Yeah, doubt, Doubtful. Not
0: to be relied upon. Eth- so
2: ethically doubtful business of food delivery. What's so ethically doubtful about it? <laughs> this guy got the title wrong. Like,
0: Well, I don't know if he got the title wrong because he was talking, like he led with the all of the waste that like takeout <laughs> leads to. So I don't know if he was trying to be like environmentally conscious. Like it, He says like, just meaning um, cars kitchen... on the
2: roads? Is that it? Like No, he was talking no, about like, like, the packaging. No, like the takeout and, like...
0: containers. A kitchen oh. garbage bag bulging with...
2: Mike, did you read the
0: article? I yeah. I don't say bulging, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: That's his his angle. It's wasteful. So Possibly. I, I'll give my take because
1: I, I thought the article... I like the topic, which is why we're talking about it. I don't think like the guy wrote the article very well. I had like to reread a few sentences like here and there because it just wasn't... I don't know. wasn't
0: what? consistent. No. I felt like it was kind of all over the place.
1: Basically, food delivery is way up, right? Mm-hmm. People want convenience because they're busy now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But these companies are burning money, and they're not getting it right. Because it's, well, it's not profitable at all to them. Yeah. It's and this, great for customers because it's cheap. It costs almost nothing to get it delivered, but it's it's not economically great for McDonald's or anyone else who's who's doing it. And the whole article was basically one point, which is all the growth is gonna come from food delivery, not people coming and sitting right. in and, and dining in. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> okay, we get that. It's called
1: technology, right? Like it's it's advancing and you can get food faster, more convenient from I mean like Panera delivers and they have it like Jeff loves Panera. Well they delivery. just they, they, they have it right. I mean, like you order through the app, it's super simple. You can deliver, and then, like, within, like, they over-promise. No, wait. They under-promise and over-deliver. Like, they say, you know, we'll be there in 40 minutes. They show up in 15. In your experience. In my experience. Your
2: your your favorite order is already in there. You yeah. just re-click. Yeah, same thing. That's my favorite.
1: But I just don't understand why these freaking companies can't get it right. Like, how hard is it? Like, they're not, they're underpaying their drivers. So they talk about in the article how, like, uh, DoorDash like steals the tips dude i experienced it firsthand i tipped the guy through DoorDash like through the app guy comes to the house delivers the food i go dude did you get did you get the tip he's like look man i don't even look at it you know why cuz they eat it he's like they take the tip let me show you he, he breaks out his phone and he goes through and he's like dude we get out of your tip that you just gave me I got a dollar or like 82 cents. I ended up going into my house, getting a five spot and like giving the guy cash on top of the tip that I already gave him. Like, I can't believe these companies can't get it right. How come you can't figure it out? You hire. So start with, I'm going to rant for a little bit. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Start with, I read a great book years ago called Great by Choice, where they talked about, uh, Jim Collins wrote it. And he talked about why some companies succeed and other ones fail, given the same circumstances like Pan Am and Southwest. Same time frame, same circumstances, Southwest kills it, Pan Am goes out of business. Awesome book. I highly encourage you to read it. But there, one of the points he made was Southwest, like they fired bullets, right? They like tested in certain markets, little tests, little tests. And then when one hit, they fired cannonballs and they like, then they just exploded in that market. Why can't they, these, these companies just like, all right, let's hire in San Francisco. We're going to hire 100 drivers we're going to train them, we're going to pay them well and get it right. And then and then expand on that. I just it doesn't seem that hard to me.
0: Well, there's not one company doing all of it, right? When we think about like Grubhub and DoorDash and Uber Eats and what was the other one, Postmates, like they're the middleman. Right. They're between the product and the customer. So like they don't have control over I don't know, 80% of what they're delivering literally and figuratively so isn't that hard I mean isn't that is beyond their control they can't they can't make the cooks fill the order faster they can't like you know what I mean like they don't have that ability
2: I think it's the same problem with we're gonna talk about this next article which is just it's a it's a market share grab like it's most important for these guys to get the most market share at whatever cost and figure out the profitability and the and the logistics you know later That's what I think it is.
1: So DoorDash, they're literally just a delivery service. Yes. Right? So like um, restaurants will hire or use DoorDash drivers to deliver their food. Like they sign up for it and they say, okay, we'll we'll accept DoorDash and we'll deliver. Grubhub is different, right? Grubhub, you can order like certain restaurants contract with Grubhub. Yes. They're in the app. So you get the the food uh, purchasing and delivery all through Grubhub. Yes. I guess that's what, like, Grubhub should figure it out. Like, invest in infrastructure and figure it out. And then you'll, because the issue is you got drivers that are, like, probably eating your food or spitting in your milkshake. Right. I mean, dude, we had people deliver food. There was, like, a a dude with, like, his wife and, like, six kids in the trunk, like, delivered our food. Like, we were like, okay, yeah. we're, 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 we're done with the fries the rest- are probably <laughs> a little
0: light, <laughs> Right, but again, it's the same thing. It's I mean, it's, it's the employee of that restaurant then who's the delivery driver. Like, that's how Grubhub works.
1: But I want someone needs to start to build some standards to it.
0: I understand what you're saying, but these technology companies can't infiltrate every single restaurant and improve.
1: That's what I'm saying. You just, like, Grubhub doesn't have every single restaurant. They have, like, in my area, there's maybe, like, a dozen. Get it right with those dozen. Get good drivers, people that like are courteous, look presentable, don't drive a jalopy. Like I think your
0: standards are too high for right. food delivery. Yeah, the pizza delivery, food delivery guys. Dude.
2: You snag a slice, you eat it, and then you, you smush the other slices together and it's still a circle. <laughs> Doesn't no one knows
1: <laughs> Well I I think there's a tremendous opportunity for somebody to get it right and then to like own that market share. I mean, Mike, why don't you so we'll, we'll move on from that, unless you guys want to fight me <laughs> on that more. Um, I th- I thought it might be valuable for maybe Mike to explain if I could put you on the spot. Um, I mean, dun, I just, dun, I dun. love these articles. Dun, dun, dun. I love these articles and they talk about like, let me find it. DoorDash, the largest delivery startup, raised $600 million in funding this year despite negative earnings. What the hell does that mean? And then on top of that, they say Uber Eats probably isn't gushing profits either. Its parent company loses approximately a billion dollars a quarter. So yeah. how is Uber explain, right? A million dollars they raise, but there's still negative earnings. What's that mean? And how is Uber still operating
2: with with losses of a billion dollars a quarter? Because the startups raise a ton of money and they are burning cash, they're not profitable. That's not that's not unusual for any startup. And there's a runway of time under which if they execute properly, they will at some point be profitable. Um, you know, usually it requires multiple rounds of a lot of money raised to, to get it and most of them fail and go out of business and the the original investors end up with nothing. But that's the, the risk of these kinds of startup businesses. You can't no business is, is profitable, I shouldn't say no, but hardly any business is ever profitable from You know, inception till a certain period of time. So that money is there to basically pay the bills, pay for the marketing, pay pay the employees, pay the you know the technology costs, whatever it is, until there's enough um, volume. Let's say to to make it to overcome those fixed expenses. Gotcha, right? Gotcha.
1: I mean, I think Uber figured it out, right? Like they in in the beginning, it was like, who the hell knew was picking you up, and now I feel like it's it's more standardized. Like they've had, well, they have like what Uber Black
0: now. I uh, yeah, they have Black X. They Which one's the fancier one that Black. I've never taken? Black.
1: <clears throat> um, but their their drivers have to go through training now and background tests and all that stuff. Where I don't, I just think it was a little like wild westy when they first started, and I feel like that's where the the food delivery industry like people are just trying to like, dude, let's just let's do it because the consumer wants it and we'll figure it out in the end yeah
2: and I think that's part of the market share grab thing which is and Uber has the same thing which is that they, they're they they're losing money they're not profitable and the, the way that they will eventually be profitable is they're just going to raise prices but in order to do that they have to have this huge loyal customer base that's okay with that like Netflix did right mm-hmm. and I'm sure these food deliveries fall in the same boat where you, they want to have um, this big uh, loyal group of customers in which you know it's instead of being eight dollars and fifty cents for the delivery you're willing to pay twelve fifty and at that price point you know maybe they make money right
0: and i just I, like does food delivery have that ability what's that <laughs> or, yeah good like, question to, to be like it's like am i gonna think oh what is my best food delivery experience and am i gonna pay up for it I, I just don't know if i would
1: so you can give two shits how your food gets, gets, from a to gets, a to B. gets to you now.
0: I mean, I I think when I go to a restaurant, the expectation and experience matters. If I'm sitting on my couch so and the, having takeout delivered to me while I'm in my pajamas.
2: Plus, there's like certain food just can't be delivered. Certain food is only good if it's made right there on the premise and you're right, eating it. Right,
0: right. So the quality of food that I'm ordering is yeah, not high You're talking anyway.
2: about Panera yeah. Bread,
1: right?
0: Right.
1: <laughs> so the crackhead hops out of the car to hand you your food at the at the – front door, you're, you're totally fine with that.
0: I'm totally fine with that.
1: Mike? No, I'm not that fine with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't judge.
1: It's not judging. I mean, if someone's a crackhead, they're a crackhead. I mean, <laughs>
2: it's, it's like... <laughs> hey, call I, spade a How, spade. Do, I know how I, do I know they're a crackhead? Yeah, it's like, how likely is it that I have all the food that I ordered and he didn't eat it?
0: Okay, so I order a lot of delivery and I can't think of a single time where... I'm definitely missing things, and I guess my mind just assumed that somebody at the restaurant messed it up. That not that the delivery driver ate it, which is absolutely like I guess plausible. Problem. I had an an
1: entire family (laughs) deliver our meal. It was like the strangest thing we've ever experienced.
0: I also don't live in a single family home, so like they pull into a parking lot. Like the experience is a little different. They're not pulling into my driveway. I don't right. see I don't see their car. I don't know what car gotcha. is them okay. unless it's okay. Domino's with sign on the top. Right, right. <laughs> um, and Domino's actually, I ordered from them and you know how you can track online. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. They have like the Domino's pizza tracker. They were super late. They gave the pizza for free. Huh.
1: Are they fixing potholes too? Domino's? Yeah. What, what do you mean? mean? Have you seen these commercials where they like like if you see a <laughs> maybe it's just like marketing and it's not real but i thought it was real yeah they like if you see a pothole you let them know and they'll come and fix it dominoes <laughs> yeah
0: the pizza place
1: yeah news oh, to we'll, me we'll, yeah. we'll have to research it yeah. all right so to wrap this up do you guys think that the food delivery industry is changing and has legs and 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 eventually the DoorDash or one of them will emerge as the leader and and get it right I
2: kind of do. I mean, this Probably. whole this whole theme is basically like we're not we're not seeing all these wonderful new product inventions. It's just increasing convenience, right? Yeah. And that's what this is. That's what a lot of the that's what Uber is, kind of right.
1: And dude, I am totally willing to pay for
2: convenience. Yeah, and yes, so is a ton of people. So are a ton of people. I obviously. mean, when I
1: think about all right, I gotta get in the car and drive here. Right. Oh, it's eight fifty. No, like no brainer. I'm not moving from my couch, and someone's going to give it to me for 9 bucks.
0: Okay, cool. Now, moving on. The next article was written by Ray Mashiecki. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Ray. Ray. <laughs> for fortune.com, um, it's called Home Buying Startup. Fly Homes lands $141 million in new financing. Uh, Fly Homes is yet another online resource attempting to disrupt the traditional realtor model by allowing prospective buyers to make all-cash offers for homes they want to buy and provide mortgages, title, escrow, and home improvement services to these buyers. Um, Fly Homes' trade-up platform will list and sell clients' existing homes on their behalf, guaranteeing a sale within 90 days, or the company will buy the house itself, which is meant to free buyers from the worry of selling a home before purchasing a new one. So Fly Homes, I think, is one of a couple different... Uh, companies, startups, if you want to call them that, that are attempting to, to kind of revamp the way that we buy and sell homes. Um,
1: where do you want to start? They're only in Seattle. I tried to see if I can get them to sell my house. <laughs> Westchester doesn't exist on their website
2: okay
0: i
1: even like created the damn login like gave my oh, name and email Jesus and phone God. number
2: yeah well most of these are in markets that are like phoenix and austin and orlando and places that have lots of turnover of um you know 250 to four hundred thousand dollar homes like it's just just hundreds if not thousands and thousands of them okay so that's where they start jeff to your earlier point why don't they figure out how to get it right. That's kind of what their approach is. And I'm talking, when I say they, I'm talking about like Open Door, Offerpad, you know, Zillow and all the others that are in it. There's so much, gazillions of dollars that have been thrown at these these firms to disrupt the the business, which is obviously, you know, anyone can look at it and say, okay, well, it's pretty inefficient, five and 6% commissions, human involvement, very cumbersome. There's gotta be a way to either make it a cheaper uh, easier, quicker, faster—all the above. It's all, all it is. There's, um, there's dozens of these companies out there. I think it's sort of like there's going to be a winner, probably. I can't mm-hmm. imagine that there's going to be like, well, I don't know, who knows? Maybe there will be, but it, it's, <clears throat> it's. Um, Jeff, by the way, when they do come into this market, you can just fill out a questionnaire and they'll they'll tell you what they'll actually make an offer for on your house, as opposed to going on Zillow and you know seeing some zestimate, right?
1: I just don't know where I shake out with this. I mean, I, I mean, you've you've bought cars online without even seeing them or touching them or feeling them. I just, I guess, I'm just old school. Like when you make the biggest purchase of your life, I feel like you got to be there. So I think this is. I think this this way to buy a home is going to be very niche. It's going to be very like for that certain price range the certain person, but like me, if I'm going to buy a half a million dollar home, I, I I want to walk in it. Now, I may not need another person there showing me around.
2: I think that's kind of the point. And I think maybe in in the open door case, basically they, get, they say, listen, we're going to make you an offer on your, you're looking to sell your home, right? Instead of showing it, hiring a realtor, dealing with all the uncertainty of, will I get any offers? How long is it going to take? Especially if you're trying to, buy another place then now it's a contingency situation these guys are saying listen we'll, we'll write you a check for x within a week this will allow you to then you know hopefully make that transaction i mean and you take you take a a smaller number because of that uh, in theory but maybe it's not that much smaller i think the biggest risk for this is just when they're when when you're going in and, and, and they have hundreds and hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars that, that are backing them and to enable them to do this because it's expensive inventory for them to take on and they're just a market maker. They're just basically saying, all right, if I buy this house from you at 300000 I put ten grand into it and then within 60 days, I'm hoping to unload it for three thirty, whatever it is. There's a lot of risk there that, yeah. that things can happen in the market or you're not hedged or, or what have you. And the margins are really, really low. Like, if you look at these companies and what they're actually making, they're all losing money, by the way. Same thing. They're, they're yeah, not I going mean, to make money.
1: So all, all fly, what is it, fly homes or whatever the hell it's
0: called? What's yeah. it called? Fly home. Fly home.
1: I mean, they like, they, it, there's a $5,000 fee and they charge two and a half percent, not mm-hmm. six. Yeah. So, I mean.
0: Oh, that's Hauser, I think.
2: Oh, is that Hauser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Hauser and uh, that's right, I think Hauser. maybe Redfin. Those these guys are just like discount brokerages, where instead of the five and six percent, they're saying, "Hey, we'll do it for flat fee, or we'll do it for one or two yeah. percent," and that's their angle. But then they still have human realtors that yeah. have to like do that job, which There's no to way me, they're gonna make money. And if you know realtors at, at all, you'll see. That they earn their, money. I mean, over time they earn that fee. I mean, you can you can say as a, like if it's your house, and I know people that get all pissed off because they have to pay a five or six percent commission to sell their house, and they think it's robbery. And it may be in an isolated situation, it is. But over time, these realtors earn their money. You're, Trust me, you're a little biased. I'm not.
0: Because
2: <laughs> I, I, I I used to think <laughs> that, but now that I've seen how what goes down, it, it, I it,
1: I agree with you because um, I've been in situations, we have clients that are realtors and they can literally spend years showing you dozens upon dozens of properties and people can walk away and not buy or sell and you know they make 20 grand but it was literally over the course of two years or they can have somebody that finds, buys, sales immediately they make 30 grand in a week so, but it all, so it all, in my mind, it all evens out. And yeah, I think they earn their money. I agree
2: with you. Yeah, but your example about cars is, is I think, kind of a good one because you know you used to have to just physically go to the dealership. You had no information. There was no transparency. You didn't know if you were if that car was fairly priced or not. There was no internet that that ha- <clears throat> excuse me that had this central repository of data and comparability. That's all changed. So it's very easy to never have to haggle with a. With a, a car dealership employee, yeah, um, I think this whole Sales idea is that man or woman. houses will be handled in a lot of the same way because the information is all. I mean, Zillow is is insane. I mean, they've they are not, they're the default the default you know site if you want to know what your house is worth or what any house is worth, right?
0: Yeah, but now you just Google an address, and nineteen different websites come up with it. True. I mean, there are so many. That's all I got. Well, good point, <laughs> Mike. Um Yeah, I don't
1: know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Did anybody go to the Hauser site? No. They no. have like they have like a video about like who Hauser is. Mike, you, you might appreciate
0: it. The name's not great.
2: The spelling of the name is not Stupid. great. Is it like, like the founder of the company then? It has to be in, right? No. It's I like, think
0: it's like house. Like it's a play on the word house, right? Isn't there a W in it? H-O-U-W-Z-E-R. Terrible. Anyway,
1: <laughs> so they're like one and a half minute video of like explaining what Hauser is. Like, are you tired of like like realtors and like they're they're like the sleaziest dirtiest stinkiest looking people they oh have literally trashed realtors I can't believe like the realtor industry isn't pushing back on Hauser
2: but it's a re- it's they a, have it's a agents it's a real and realtors they, 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 in,
0: yeah. I think they're a
2: flat fee listing Dude, service they their
0: agents are salaried though yeah so they're not commission based that's, that's it like there's literally like this lady with like
1: bright pink lipstick and like orange hair like 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 Uh, Making it rain dollar bills in like her (laughs) living room—it's hysterical. Don't say making it rain. (laughs) Well, that's what she was. Whatever.
0: (laughs) Um, I we have a client who used Hauser to sell her home and couldn't like say enough good things about the experience. That's isolated. It's the only person I know who's ever used it. And until we read this article, it didn't even yeah connect with anything.
2: It's look. I think it like anything else. The the. End result is going to be a combination of a lot of technology with a human, uh, hum, human person that plays a big role in it, and it'll it'll evolve to that. I, think. I yeah, I think so. It's like our business. I mean, I right. just it's
1: it's getting robo, it's getting technology driven, but I think for a really really long time, if not forever, consumers with with certain things are still going to want a human there. Like they're still going to want to talk to somebody, look them in the eye, feel like. Open a closet door. I mean, they're
2: especially for the biggest purchase for the biggest decisions
1: they're making: a home, a car, a financial planner, a financial plan. Like, I think, I think the technology is certainly going to help make it more efficient and better and cheaper for the consumer, which is awesome. But I think there's 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 going to be human involvement. Did anybody? uh, What did you guys? Did anybody react? Um, There was a part in the article. uh, I guess it's the the CEO of. of fly home said uh, this model is meant to level the playing field um,
2: democratize
1: uh, in the supply constrained markets that fly homes is active in where all cash buyers are at an advantage over those who can only offer a down payment didn't mm-hmm. cash buyers should be at an advantage than people <laughs> that don't have cash good point like I, I, it just ticked me off like that's the whole it's the whole point of like America man if you have cash and you can buy a house you're at an advantage than the people that don't have cash. Suck it up, Gary.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I get the feeling that all these guys that that are running these these companies. What's his name, Garg? (laughs) Or this guy, is this a typo?
0: His name's Garg? It says according to Garg. Oh my God, sorry. Gary's better. Oh, his his name's (laughs) Tushar Garg. He's the CEO.
2: I just feel like a lot of these guys are like, Newly graduated, like Wharton MBAs that have this, you know, notion that they're going to change the world with yeah. this business model. And they're just not yet grasping the reality that this is not a new idea. This is very hard. And it's not just Garg making a quote about <laughs> leveling the playing field. Obviously, like there's a major opportunity here, but it's not easy. It's yeah,
1: hard. I agree. It's hard, Garg. <laughs> Moving on to Disney. (laughs)
0: Um, Okay, so Disney Plus is a new streaming platform that's launching in November. And it's going to cause um, some of the streaming platforms that we're used to to lose certain programming because of really the owners of a lot of this stuff. So I don't really care about Disney being able to stream on certain devices. I thought we could mostly talk about just like how many different options there are to stream and is it getting to the point where like the ringer wrote an article like have we reached like saturation with with streaming capabilities are we at a point where it can't get any there can't be more options
1: dude i'm so confused <laughs> by the whole market that i'm still on
2: like cable Verizon. right so like, we I'm mike and i have cut stream. the cord well yeah.
0: mike's 50 50 right avalon has cable yeah
2: well what, yeah It but Kind of because it has to. But uh, but my preference would be what I did here, which is went Hulu, cut yep. the cord. Um, I'm perfectly happy with it. Yep, It's cheaper. And for me, um, the content part of it doesn't matter because I have a very um, probably short list of, of channels that I Must watch, ask. shows that I watch, sports that I watch. And so, and so cable is just an absolute waste of space. And it's actually annoying to have to scroll through all the... The channels, um, not to mention paying for the boxes and paying for the hardware and all that crap. So I'm all in on cord cutting. I think that the the issue for this topic is that how much good content is there actually out there, and can it be, you know, spread across four different streaming services and like who you know,
0: right? Like, are you going to have to subscribe ha- to all of them, yeah. or do you get to
2: yeah? I- right, like if I want sports, am I going to
1: have to subscribe to a sports? If my kids want Disney, I got to subscribe to Disney Stream. If they want um, superhero movies, they got to subscribe to this. If they want HBO, we got to, like, I'm going to have like 16 streaming subscriptions. Right. All at like 10 bucks a pop.
0: I mean, right now I have Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime that I pay for. HBO. Too. I use my parents' HBO and Showtime. So I have them. I just don't pay for them.
1: So I have cable. Yep. Like hardwired Verizon Fios, which gives me HBO and something else. We have Amazon, Prime, and we have mm-hmm. Netflix. Okay. So all in, I think we pay like
2: $1,000. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you have everything. You have HBO.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I use Hulu and then on, through Hulu I have HBO and then uh, Netflix and Amazon prime because of the prime membership They're right just, i never watch amazon uh video though hardly
0: no Nah. I've watched content's some not great i think the original content's not great yeah. but I've, I've i've watched a couple of things um well now there's gonna be apple
2: yeah i don't understand what apple's <clears> bringing <throat> to the table content wise like apple tv yeah, no, because like
0: Apple original content. Because the coming. whole
2: point is the exclusivity of the content, like with Friends or whatever it is go, yeah. going off the of Office. Netflix, yeah. and it'll be with who? I don't know. NBC. NBC. Universal. Yeah. So it's like you can only watch that specific piece of content on that one streaming provider. There's not enough good content to go around to four or five players. Well, yeah. I think
0: it's going to be the race for original content. Like I think Apple, I mean – Hold on well, to Explain
1: it. It to me So Friends Is on Netflix Right, right. As But it, of it's now, getting yes. pulled From Netflix And going where
0: NBC Universal
1: What the hell is that
0: It's going to be NBC's is own that, streaming Is that a
1: streaming service Yes Okay And then we have Like The Office Yes Which is going to do The same thing Also on Netflix That's getting pulled And going where NBC Universal Okay All right. So those two If you
0: I just Do really, Do people really I guess people really do Care they're that much About most, Friends and The Office They're the two most watch things on Netflix What the fuck is Netflix, wrong apparently? With people the friends in the well, office. Well, because like, original it. content is trash. There's nothing yeah. new that's good. So you're forced to rewatch old shit.
1: Netflix has good original content. Like what? Uh, Ozark.
0: Okay. Don't okay. roll your eyes at me. It's a I great know. show. That when wasn't an eye content. roll. <laughs> Name so then, something else. So then
1: pay... pay, <laughs> uh, pay HBO Films, they do like the hard knocks. That's pay 99 cents content.
2: an episode and be done with it.
0: Or have uh, a Netflix original subscription that's only their original content not the all the other bullshit. Like me for me like trying to find something on any of these streaming platforms is annoying. But Apple apparently is spending 6 billion dollars on original shows. So they just came out with a show that has Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, and Steve Carell. So they're paying them a fuck wow. ton of money for something. So I think that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be w- Yes, subscribing to some of these other—the Netflixes, the NBCs, the Disneys—for their catalog, but then it's going to be deciding where you want to spend your money on original content, and are you going to be subject to missing out on things because you're just has going to have to? to
2: do it. Aren't they going to have to shut down movie theaters at some point? Like, who's going to a movie then, other than to watch like the superhero, uh, the and, new and, superhero? And,
1: and why do you even have to? People have like we all have like eighty-inch screen TVs now. And surround sound, like the the movie theater, we're all way on a tangent here, but like <laughs> it has like it's obsolete, dude. I could care less to go to a movie theater to watch to watch a movie. Anyway, um, yeah, you were just talking about, yeah. I mean, I think HBO started it right. Like they started like original series, like creating their own shows, and they started like they killed it and then netflix tagged along with like uh, house of cards and they started getting like like stud actors like uh who's the guy from house of cards kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey bad and example
0: talk yeah. about him yeah
1: oh yeah. uh, why is he like a yeah he's like a he's, a he's a little bit trouble on the fanny patter
2: the pedophilia yeah uh, subject. okay sorry yeah um, not a great example so
1: <laughs> my bad um
2: uh, <laughs> i lost my train of thought um so the que- one question is, oh, are we going to come full circle? And is now is it, is cable going to eventually be even even a better deal because it just aggregates all this stuff again, like what you're doing now? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to have to like I go to Netflix and I'm like
1: completely overwhelmed.
0: Yeah.
2: I go to Apple
1: TV and I'm completely overwhelmed. I mean, I don't. Even, so that's why I just stick with cable because it's like, all right, I pay three hundred dollars a month for basically four channels that I watch. That's the you know point, I mean? right? It's horrible. I hate it.
0: But what, Yeah, so that that's why you get rid of it.
1: I know. I, just, <laughs> I need a tutorial on like what. So what was cool, I actually talked to Verizon last week because I know I'm like my contract's up in two months.
0: I feel like your contract's always up. And I, I can't believe you just said it was cool that you talked to Verizon
2: last <laughs> well, week. Well, what was cool was the guy was
1: like he knew the top like five or ten channels that we watch. So like they could—that's s- creepy. Yeah, it was pretty creepy. Was like, and it was like the golf channel. I don't watch the golf channel. But my father comes over, and <laughs> and whenever he walks in my door, he turns on the golf channel. So it's one of our like top. Was top late channel.
0: night like, um, Skinamax? Was that? Yeah, what that talks? was
1: actually number one, Meg. Like, <laughs> because that's where I go for my porn.
0: Skinamax.
1: <laughs> but it was so. I, I think I want to contact them and find out what my most watched shows are, and then I can figure out from there what's the most appropriate like streaming platform I should do. So you're saying boxes Hello. are gone?
2: They have to be gone. Why is it like, hardware still? Even, no, like, yeah. like
1: for for your streaming services, yeah. you don't have a box. No, no. Nope. No. And you don't need like an external thing because all TVs have it all built
2: in now yeah. anyway. Yeah. As long as your internet okay. works, you're fine.
1: Should I upgrade my inter- internet package? You think?
2: Doubt it. I think you're good.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think this is this is kind of like super disruptive. Like, like hearing that like Friends is being pulled from Netflix and you can't watch it unless you subscribe to this. It like it's a total turnoff for me as a consumer. I'm like, all right, well, f you. I'm not watching Friends.
2: This whole thing was big. Netflix was like almost in the grave. Remember when the you yeah, know the DVD it was DVD delivery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I don't know. I remember like their their stock went to like almost nothing. And it's it's just raged back. Rage it's like and a hundred and fifty billion dollar company. And that that's all it is. Everyone's looking at that like, oh, we gotta we gotta get in the streaming game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that was driven by the streaming and their original content that they that they created. Yeah. And they just
0: I think <clears throat> excuse. I think it was driven by the catalogue of previously watched content. I don't think the original content was a driver until pretty recently.
1: Mm. Well, Netflix content sucked like five years ago. Like it's it's dra- it's dramatically improved. Are
0: you talking about their original stuff or just everything that they've, they they just, have? Just the,
1: the, what, what was available to you? Really? I mean, yeah.
0: It sucked to you because you don't watch old stuff. Like that's where people went to rewatch seasons of things because you didn't have the on-demand feature. Like you know what I mean? Like you. A couldn't lot of the. I'm a movie
1: guy, and a lot of the movies were just.
0: Yeah, oh, Netflix you know, movies were,
1: are trash. They were, they were corny, and yeah. especially for like the kids. Like it wasn't The Lion King. It was like the king lion it was literally and it was like the same thing but it was like different like <laughs> yeah i think hbo Knock-off is doing it right. yeah.
2: hbo has a limited amount of content but they're generally high quality right i i think
1: hbo kind of kills it yeah their content is solid like hbo films i mean they mm-hmm. they kill it man i mean my buddy works for uh, nfl films who contracts with them and 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 they do all of that content and dude they just win like award after award yeah um so but for them and you so they have a streaming service too right it's hbo go this technology stuff is awesome it's cool it's like we're we're living through like the painful time where like all these industries are trying to figure out technology i hope i'm alive when they figure it out
2: disney though i'll say one last thing on that disney is going to just manhandle all these parents with the little yeah. kids because they can charge whatever they want. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I feel like if you have children, Disney is going to be a requirement. Yeah. Like for me, t- the Disney package. I'm not a huge superhero fan because I think it's Disney and Marvel and like Star Wars and that kind of stuff. Like I won't subscribe to Disney Plus.
2: But Disney owns Hulu, so you're you're paying Disney, right?
0: Don't yeah. They own Hulu? Yeah but i don't have to have the disney no, plus no, no. subscription you're not right have to, yeah okay. yeah Jeez. that's going to
2: be a
1: separate subscription <laughs> right. right yeah we're going to be we're going to be you're going to have another roped one in <laughs> the freaking disney because of a stupid disney channel i can't even watch those shows they're so bad they're so bad descendants and all that crap the acting is just
0: horrible oh my god really
1: well i, I look at it compared to like like some of the shows
2: that i watched
0: don't do that don't be that old man. He's I, like it I'm was so you, the much better, bad, man. <laughs> bad. Compared show, to give me what? me show
2: you watched that you think is the
0: acting is awesome. was good.
1: I can't I can't think of it right now. I'm sorry.
0: All right. So the top five things that other people do that annoy you while driving.
1: Right? I just interpret it as the top five things that annoy you while driving. Yeah.
2: Same. I mean, probably the same thing. It has nothing but, to do with other people. Could. Oh, so it's shit that could. you do? No, just things that annoy you while you drive. <laughs> okay. I'll All start. Right. Go ahead. Yeah,
0: please.
1: So I'll put these in order too. Um, I hate the fact that- Is
2: this, is this least to most? Yeah, or, least okay. to most.
1: Okay. I hate the fact that I always have to look who's next to me. Like, you know, when you're driving and there's a car to your right or left. I always like, have to look over to see like who's driving the car next to me. And that annoys you? It annoys, noise? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That annoys me. you? Yeah. You know how much how annoying that is to the other driver? I can't
1: not look. Like, I try not to look at the person next to me, but I can't not.
0: That's weird. You guys don't? Like, you could just next, drive? Y- uh, yes, that's how I drive. All
1: right, all right. Um, I hate when you're, like, stopped. And there's, like, I always, like, leave enough space. And, like, like go ahead, you can go. You can you can come into my lane now, like if you're at like a four way or whatever, and like they're not paying attention, like you're trying to be the nice guy and let them in, and they they and you're like all right, all right fine I'll just go and you just go because they not they're not paying attention. Um, I hate dudes who drive with no shirt on. Like they should just be run off the road, and just eliminated immediately. You see that often? In the summertime, yeah, <laughs> it's super annoying.
0: I drive with my shirt off.
1: Do you really? That's weird.
0: When I come up in the gym.
1: <laughs> um, I hate the cigarette flicker out the window. Oh, that was mine. Mm.
2: Was it? I'm sorry. I, I think, think you should be allowed, especially if you're stopped, you should be allowed to get out of your car, pick it up, wrap on their window, and when they roll it down, throw it right in their Absolutely, face. Absolutely. I agree 100%. You qualify yourself as an asshole if you do that. Yep. No, yep. no questions asked.
1: The cigarette flicker out the window. Uh, number, is that number one? Oh, no, number one for me is, um, and I'm going to offend a lot of people. I mean- just wake up 10 minutes earlier instead of putting your makeup on while you're driving your car to work. I saw a lady doing her nails the other day. I mean, like, I just don't understand it. I just, I can't wrap my brain around it.
0: It's because you don't do makeup, but. Yeah. And if
1: you tell me the lighting is better in your car, I, I mean, I, I might, <laughs> I might freak out.
0: All right. So I interpreted this differently. I okay. I was like specifically driving like traffic related. <laughs> yeah, so mine's like, a little more traffic related <laughs> too, but Okay,
1: okay. I thought that was I thought the obvious ones like traffic were not like
0: super annoying.
1: No, I th- I just like it's too we, obvious. Yeah, it was too yeah. obvious. Like it wasn't gonna be like traffic. Yeah, everyone hates traffic.
0: Tra-
2: <laughs> but that's not one right. of mine. Okay.
0: okay. Right no traffic's not mine either, okay. but like mine are like do you want me to Specific. go? go, ahead. Yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. All right, mine are in no particular order. Um just everyone driving in the rain sucks. Like everybody like forgets how to drive when it's raining. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but that's annoying. The
1: roads are slicker, so that might have something to do with it.
0: <clears throat> I mean tailgating. Like, and then the annoying, like when you look in your rear view mirror and you see their hands in the air like, what are Gesturing. you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Gesturing,
1: staring. I don't understand tailgating. Like, what, what are you going to What accomplish? are you trying to accomplish? What, I do, don't... what are you going to do? Are you going to ram your car into the back of my car?
0: Are you going to get there a millisecond yeah. sooner because you're mm-hmm. driving on my bumper? Every time there's a cop car slamming on your brakes, even if it's pulled somebody over, even if it's 100 feet in the other direction, brake lights.
1: That's a good one. Like, so annoying. Like, like, what do you think? The cop's going to run back in his car, stop giving the ticket <laughs> yeah. to the person he's giving it to, and come chase you down.
0: He's going to throw the ticket at that person. Because you're going 47 cop, in a 35. over the median. Like, it's so dumb. Uh, They're on the other I'm side of a you. six-lane highway. That's They're not going to pull you over. That's a good one. Um, okay, so someone turning into your lane and cutting you off, like making the turn too too close to you, And there's no one behind you, so all they had to do was wait for one car to pass, Mm -hmm. and then they have all the open road. Yeah, that probably is number one for me. I when someone cuts me off and I look behind me, I'm like, "Are you kidding?" Yeah, like you could you You be a little more aware? One more car.
1: Uh, Well, how about when they do that and then they go like two miles an hour, (laughs) dude? That's when the tailgating starts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, the obvious one: driving all the way up in the merge lane. And
2: like cutting off all the people who yeah, are just waiting in line. Yeah, that was one line. of mine. You guys got ticked to Driving him. Driving that, that up one. in the merge so, lane. So where there's a row of cars, let's say they're getting off uh. on the exit. And they're all obviously <laughs> getting off. But jackass can't <laughs> just get in line and wait behind everyone else who's already had it. He's yeah. going to zip up the shoulder. And then, like, cut somebody off. It's so like it,
1: when you got to get off on the Broad Street exit from uh, yes. 95.
0: Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and like you just, stay on 95 until the very last second. Just go to
1: Packer Ave, dude. See, well, put, that should
0: be what people do anyway, but... I and love here's a the Broad thing.
1: Street move, dude.
0: I say that that's the most annoying. I'm guilty of doing it. Mm. And, like, as I... And not all the time, but as I do it, I'm like, I'm the worst. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I do it
2: only if I inadvertently Unintentionally,
0: yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. sure. mm Listen.
2: so so you guys took a couple of mine I'll just add um, what well, did we
1: take of yours what was already the, taken? the, the cigarette <laughs> the cigarette obviously and then I
2: had the merging thing I also had a different merge problem which is <laughs> you're going on the highway and it's very very clearly alternate merging is kind of understood right but then you have the asshole who just refuses to let that car in, you know it's the his I, turn it's go, your you, turn the I go you go let, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you go I go yeah so it's like that um <laughs> This one is, has happened to me a lot recently, and I hate it. it. So you're at, you're turning left at an intersection. You have the left arrow. It's yep. given you the left green. The the lane facing you is somebody's turning right on red. They don't even pay attention to the fact that you might have the left right. green arrow, and they okay. just go. Yeah, that's that bothers you. Them. Have the right away there. Yeah, that just bo- That's just the category of just being oblivious to. What else might be going on around you? And this is maybe my number two behind the cigarette or three. Just the, the put on a turn signal if you're turning. Unless you're the only car on, w- within view anywhere, acknowledge that there's other people on the road and you might want to just put a signal on. No?
1: I agree with you 100%. I am a professional turn signal user. I use it about 50% of the time because I'm so aware
2: yes aware if That's there's the word. no
1: one around me I never use it and I know when there's no one around me but whenever there's someone behind me or in front of me turn signals get used yeah yeah I hear you uh, I'm always like I guess
2: we're turning now uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no slow you're, down the only, you're the gesture <laughs> you're the, only,
0: you're the
2: only one out here it's okay <laughs> don't worry about everybody else um, and then just running red lights especially when it's that turning left on green and it it goes red and, for a, and it's a long line you know Wait the next cycle. Just wait the next cycle. Yeah. Don't sit there and basically, because like, running red lights, I think, is the, the single like most dangerous thing. That's where a lot of bad accidents happen. Yeah. And, and that, that pisses me off. And people just can't even just, just wait. It's going to be green again in, in a minute and a half. Yeah. Um, and then my, my biggest one is just when you're, and it's always on like you know, 202 or the turnpike or highway. And you know, you're passing somebody in the right lane next to you. And it's some, some dude like way down in their in their in their seat. I wish, like, barely, I wish our listeners could see this. Barely looking over the steering wheel, but they're not looking at the steering wheel. They got their phone right in front of their face Something and they're texting. Guy. The texting thing, I, I wanna I <laughs> can have you to, sit up. I have <laughs> to admit.
1: Didn't you like didn't you call a cops on somebody for that?
2: No, no, that was somebody who was like she was very, hammered, very clearly she? like uh, unable to drive. Um <laughs> I I secretly sometimes hope that Later on down the road, I see that car around the tree.
1: That is evil. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's a bad thought, but yeah. sometimes
2: yeah. I get really pissed. So um, the texting thing drives me out of my mind. It's Because there's innocent kids out there that yeah. you're, you know, whatever.
1: I'll tell you what. I mean, my car has like that car play function. It's just as distracting as texting. Like trying to get, like, I'm on Spotify. Let me go back to my maps. Let me go here. Like, oh, someone texted. You can hit the button to have it read like it the car reads you the text that's just as like distracting as actually just picking up your phone and texting like they're trying yeah. to make it better and it's not we have a unique car situation around here so when you go down boot road and it merges onto 352 going to my house mm-hmm. so it's a kind of unique situation it's a it's a it's a red light
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i know exactly that's yeah. merging onto another road and you get a green arrow to go right onto that road you don't need to wait for the green arrow. Like if your light is red, you, the only way you can go is straight, which is a right merge onto the n- next road. Mm-hmm. You can look to see if a car is coming to your left and if there is no car coming, you can go right on the red light. No one does that. Dude, they just sit there and the cars pack stack up and people are laying on their horn <laughs> and the first person in the line doesn't go until the light gives you the green arrow. It's the most frustrating thing on the planet.
2: But not top five for you.
1: Didn't make my top yeah. five.
0: That light, I, I agree. It's horrible. That light's kind of funky too because like where it's situated, yeah. like if you don't if you don't break at the absolute right, you can't even see it. Yeah. <laughs> like there's yeah, some times yeah. where I'm yeah. seeing oh, like, yeah, yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's like right on top of you. I don't know what color the, the light is.
1: The I go, you go. Or as Meg says it, the you go, I go. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. Like, it's one of the most frustrating things. It may be bumped up on my list because, <laughs> like, I love it. It's like two lanes of traffic are merging. The guy, guy in the other lane, go ahead, you go. Now it's my turn. But then the guy behind him, like, cut. Mm-hmm. Like, we're nope. stuck in traffic. You've now, you? you've now gotten yourself exactly one, one car ahead. What, you buddy. got one notch ahead. of Like, it, it's, it's, I don't understand it. I, I think the majority of the people in this world are just... Bad shit crazy.
0: They're just bad drivers. The bar yeah. to get a driver's license is too low. Yeah. And I say that Great. being like a very, very average driver. <laughs> yeah. I was driving on 113 the other day. I was making the left at Downingtown East. I don't know what that road is. I had a green light, not an arrow, a green light. There was somebody, I was in the intersection because that intersection is funky. Like you have to get like, way into the intersection to make that left-hand turn in like a reasonable amount of time. So I was in the intersection because there was a car coming that was making a right-hand turn. So I was going to let them make the right because they also had a green light. And then I was going to make the left-hand turn behind them because there was no one behind them. That car stops at their green light and is waving waving me through. And I'm like, what are we doing?
2: When you have the right-of-way, you take the right-of-way. I agree. Go. Go.
0: And they're like think they're being so nice. It's this old yeah. ass woman like, "Oh, come on, honey." I'm like, "No, bitch, go." <laughs> I'm I'm now in the intersection. The don't you no. have the
2: right away? Yeah, but, but when someone's waving you on No. I don't have an nice, arrow.
0: I just have a light. Yeah. And she's She has a green light to make a right.
1: So you both have green. Yes. But and Meg she's making a right. Arrow. I'm across crossing right yeah, traffic yeah, yeah, because they're closer, so they have the right of way. Right. right. Well, I'm going across two lanes right, of traffic. Right. Jen. Just think of how nice life is gonna be when we don't have to drive anymore. It's just all automated and they just traffic is seamless. You don't have to worry about this anymore. You
0: can do your makeup in your car.
1: Can do your makeup in your car all you want, ladies.
0: <laughs> That's all we have for today. Thanks for listening. Um the articles we discussed on today's pod will be linked in the episode description on either Spotify or iTunes. Make sure you follow our Twitter at Untucked Pod for updates on new episodes. See you guys next time.